This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, so yeah, I'm Baby Tucker. I'm Baby Jack, and I am a I'm an engineer. Okay, yep. And I like to pursue tech projects, and I work out of your garage. Mm-hmm. And I created like a box that I step into, mm-hmm. and when I get into the box, it creates a time loop. Seems pretty easy to follow. And when I get out of the time loop, I've discovered that I've traveled back in time six hours. Mm-hmm. But who's that I see in my house? Is it you? It's me, except it's not quite me. No. Because it's California me, and his name is Baby. Oh, and I'm a baby. Yeah. When I step out of the box, mm-hmm. I've, I've, it's 2019 when I go into the box, and I'm an adult man, 35 yeah. years old. When I step out of the box, it's six hours earlier, and it's 1995, and I'm a baby. And there's another baby. And there's another baby, and yeah. it's Baby Weedlord, and he's from California. Yeah, you know what, what's crazy? Same what? thing happened to me. Really? Yeah, but it was Baby Halfpipe, and he's from California. But it's sort of like this other Tanner who exists or maybe is the box Tanner. I don't know. Yeah. It's very hard to follow and it makes you feel really smart for like liking it and like saying you can follow it. And I, I didn't go on Wikipedia to read what happened because I got it the first time. He's sort of the inverse rela- like inverse personality yeah. of me, the, the prime Tanner. We are talking about... Um, Time Cop starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? <laughs> <laughs> intellectual art house. Yeah. <laughs> Darling. Time, Time travel cop. flick. Very difficult to follow, but really cool and worth persevering through. If you watch yeah. it a few times, you start to understand how the time loops work. It right. really it makes sense. But you got to watch it more than once. So now there's two Tanners. There's Yeah. There's me, Baby Tanner, Adult yeah. Baby Tanner, and mm-hmm. I'm an adult baby, and it's not sexual, but it is not sexy. It's neither sexy nor it's sexual. It's neither sexy nor sexual. Right? Yeah. And then there's this baby weed lord who's California Tanner and is not sexual and maybe a little sexy just because he's got that kind of California edge to him. Yeah, and he smokes a lot of pot. Yeah. Takes massive bong rips. So now what? And then there's this sniveling weenie baby, adult baby Jack. Yeah. And then this really cool adult baby half pipe. Yeah. And they're all friends. No. No. I don't think so. They're think mad they're gonna, at each other. <laughs> I think they're probably going to hijack the broadcast, which they're doing now. Oh, God, Jack, I can barely oh. hear you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, weed lord. Hey, baby half pipe. It's, I notice you're an adult baby now. I guess I took too much of the bong rips, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, surf too many waves, man. Right. Do pretend to have an orgasm, and then I'll say, "I'll have what he's having." <laughs> okay, no, I won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think they sent us back uh, in this primer. Is it primer? Or primer. 
primer, yeah. The, and, the, and this time cop Same machine. Same guys who uh, wrote and directed Pi. Yeah, um, they sent us back in this time cop machine to do to arrest someone called Baby Dong. Baby Dong? I yeah. see why you'd want to arrest them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, are we sure about that? <laughs> oh, no, it's sorry. It's Baby Dong. Okay. Okay. Dawn. I, mis- I misread that. <laughs> I th- at first I thought it said baby bong. Oh, man, I wish. I could use a baby bong right now because I'm a baby and I love smoking the kind <laughs> bud. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's the show we're hosting and hijack the radio waves <laughs> from those two losers who look and act just like us, except it's- they're not from California? It's called the We Are Kids Club Club Baby Babies. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not doing a new theme song. <laughs> Can you just like get laboriously play <laughs> the We Are Kids Club Club theme on Glockenspiel and then yeah. layer Figure it out over? Figure how to play it on Glockenspiel. <laughs> and then the worst part, I I want video of this, honestly. Because it would be pretty amusing to watch that it wasn't amusing to participate in. Fo- me following Cyril around with like a pretty expensive mic, being like, say, Anna Martin. <laughs> Anna Martin. <laughs> Anna Martin. Anna M. Yeah. <laughs> Ann. <laughs> say club again. <laughs> Poor little fucker. Well, luckily the the We Are Kids Club Club theme doesn't have any lyrics. So. Yeah, perfect. Um, and in case you haven't been following, what happens here is that it wasn't us who scorched the skies. It was us who scorched the skies, and it, because we're the sort of the bad personalities. Yeah, we're the guys who stepped out of the box, or maybe we were in the box the whole time. I don't know. It's very difficult to follow. Right. Anyway, some very confusing time stuff happened, and we have been sent back in time to investigate the past of the Babysitter's Club members. And this week, we are going to be investigating the past of Dawn Schaefer in California because we're talking about the portrait collection. And this week, we read portrait collection number unnumbered, but it's the third one chronologically. Not numbered. Dawn's book. Dong's book. Dong's book. Finally, a book. (laughs) Book for Dong's. For Dong's. (laughs) About time, America. When are they going to make a book for dongs? <laughs> now, finally, it happened. And did the PC it. police finally took a break, and we have a book for dongs. Is that the portrait collection police? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. That's finally. what I meant. <laughs> yeah. The war on dongs is over. <laughs> Good. Jack, I read the book. I read the I book, I mean, sorry. Too. Half pipe. You can call me whatever you like. It's okay. difficult to keep track of which iteration I am. All I know is I'm a, an adult baby. And it's not sexual. And, and it's not sexy. It's like the Muppet Babies. It's like the Muppet Babies. Yeah. In like every way. Babies. In every way. We're and adult guys who are baby guys. Yeah. And it's not sexual and it's not sexy. Just mm-hmm. like the Muppet Babies. Jack, this week we read a book called Dawn's book. Dawn's book and yeah. it was the portrait collection and it was about Dawn's upbringing and, and I where loved it. she is in life and I loved it too and usually we start the episodes by describing the book yeah. and the only reason I'm 
excited about getting to that segment this week is because it's not my turn. To sing a lullaby, which is our most absurd <laughs> version of describing the books. And we literally do an entire song parody on the Little Sister podcast. <laughs> it's somehow easier <laughs> to write an entire song parody yeah. than it is invent entirely new lyrics for a lullaby. Um, this one was by Jeannie Betancourt. Gene, Gene. Someone in the in the Facebook group said they have a grandma or an aunt called Jeannie. Yep, and about eight other people said I also have a relative who spells it like this, and it's pronounced Gene. Well, (laughs) confirmation. Jeannie wrote this one. She did a great job. Um, We are all handprints in the cement of time. Did we add that to the outro? I think we should. Yeah, that's what Claudia says, and it's very much about this podcast. And what we like to do is describe the books, and the way we describe them is. I describe it with a lullaby that I sing to you, and then Tanner will describe it in 60 seconds. So this is the point in the podcast where if you have any babies or you know any babies uh, Mm -hmm. or you know anybody who knows any babies, you should bring the podcast over to the baby. Mm -hmm. Or hold it up to their monitor. Hold it up to their monitor, whatever way you – if you can access a baby who's trying to sleep, now is a great time to hold the podcast up to them so that I can sing them this lullaby so that they can go – the fuck to sleep and that's a, a parents will get that one <laughs> yeah i trademarked that for the show yeah perfect that's good that's great um Go the fuck to sleep yeah so do you want shall i sing it to you yeah yeah don't you fall asleep this is a very soothing lullaby well i woke up very early this morning to care for my son even though my back was out so mm-hmm. i am feeling very tired and i was up all night with a sore back hearing all about this before we started recording i was hoping you got it out of your system and we are recording five days later than expected yeah because on wednesday i needed to work it turned out even yeah. though i had the fucking day off wow and then on Friday, I throw up my back, and it's now Sunday, and my back still hurts like hell. Yeah. Well, at least you're in the studio. What I'm going to do is sing to you. Sing to me. And it's a lullaby. Are you ready? Yes. Get ready to go to sleep and be lulled into sleep. I'm about to lull me? you. I, yeah, I'm going to lull you. Okay. No you want to get lulled? Y'all ready to get lulled? That's cool to say before you sing a lullaby. Shout at your baby. Y'all ready to get lulled? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Cyril! <laughs> hey, Cyril! Y'all ready to get lulled? <laughs> You're about to get lulled! Okay. You know what I did to my baby today? What? Dropped him right on his dang head. <laughs> oh, no, why? It's so hard. It's like, it's it's so hard not to. Yeah. Because it's, it's like to. jelly on a piece of toast. Yeah. It's just like, when you, he's got a hell of a melon on him. Yeah. You know? Well, and when you're trying to, like, reach for the bong to take those, like... Yeah, huge exactly. Rips like you need both hands on it, and it's very easy to drop a drop. What a actually baby. happened was we were both sitting on the couch. Jamie went to go to the bathroom. Jamie's been caring for him because my back is out, and she put him in my lap, and he immediately started crawling off my lap towards my iPad, which was on the other part of the L section couch. Yeah, so he crossed over like just the tiniest bit of open air oh, on the no. corner to get yeah. to the iPad. And misplaced his hand and just went flying off the couch. Well, he's not and allowed I, to touch the fucking iPad in the first place. I No, he's not. And yeah. I jumped to get him, but my yeah. back is out. <laughs> so he just fell and landed on his head. Jamie was like, and, like I went to the bathroom for one minute. <laughs> Literally <laughs> one minute. She came back out and he was screaming and I was like holding my back in my game. <laughs> That's good. Uh, this has been, surprisingly, Dead, Dead Talk. Talk. 
Um, okay, I'm going to sing to you. I'm going to lull you. Y'all ready to get lulled? Let's get lulled. Here it goes. Ready? Yes. Don Reed Schaefer, don't even talk. Ruthie and you can play with blocks. And if the boys take the blocks from you, you can stick them together with glue. And if you're feeling lonely and bored, a bunch of hippies will move next door. And if the hippies are too damn weird you'll soon learn their value when your mom disappears you won't be such a hippie hater when they rescue your mom from an elevator alligator would have worked too yeah but in the book it's about an elevator. Alligator would have worked too, though. Is but all I'm saying. It, there is isn't... the rhyme scheme. Okay. Yeah, I get that, but it's about an elevator ahead, rescue, which going. happens in the novel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And if your mom seems happy and glad, she won't be after she starts fighting with your dad. And although your grandparents bicker on vacation, it's actually mom and dad who are, are head- who are heading for separation. And even though your burgeoning concerns about fire are developing into some troubling phobias, it's the divorce you should be worried about because it's extremely acrimonious. And even though you'll win an award in Palo City for the time you save kids from a fire unassisted, when you move to Stony Brook, you'll break up key babysitting rule about snooping and get blacklisted. I think the babies are probably lulled by now. Yeah. Started to get a you started to go a little twista on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the last couple of verses. Was, it was supposed to be like ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it came through as yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's... You just jammed a lot of lyrics into a little space. <laughs> yeah. I got bored of writing it. <laughs> That'll happen sometimes. That'll happen. No, I'm surprised the guy who wrote uh, Hush Little Baby Mockingbird didn't get yeah. bored of writing it. Because that gets boring real fast. Sometimes the rhyme scheme and plot synopsis of the Little Sister songs will be yeah. very, very good at the beginning. And yeah. Then very, very lazy by yeah. the end. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Do you, did I have I ever told you the story about the time a family of hippies moved in with me? No, that sounds great. Let's hear that. <laughs> when I was in college at the University of Colorado in Boulder, mm-hmm. a school known for its hippies, fun, yeah, loving use of marijuana, recreational drugs. Yes. And its community of transient people. Ah, uh, yes. Hippies. Yeah. I moved in next door to my best friend, Jim. From Mallory Hates Boys. Who Mallory Hates. And, great. Yes, good. Yep. And I didn't care who I lived with. I just cared that I was living next door to my friends and Jim. So mm-hmm. I, I went to the next door neighbors of Jim and said, y'all got an open room? And they said, yes. Do you party? Oh, yeah. And you were like, and yeah, I said, sure. Literally, literally exactly <laughs> the... What I said and the intonation, I was like, yeah, I like the party. Yeah, sure. It's like yeah. fun. I like the party. Yeah. <laughs> Who does it? And I moved in, quiet, nerdy Tanner, yeah. and discovered that not only did they like to do a lot of very fun and exotic drugs, mm-hmm. 
they like to sell a lot of okay, stock drugs great. yeah to most of the high school population of Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. And one night, as I was sitting in the living room playing PlayStation, all four of my roommates came in, and one of them was bleeding profusely. Oh, no. And I said, oh, shit, what's going on? And they all went to their rooms and grabbed guns. Oh, no. <laughs> the story said, took such a turn. A deal went bad and left the house immediately. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to move out. And then about a month later, I didn't move out yet because I'm lazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the height of lazy. A family of, I would say, two people in their mid-30s and their probably eight-year-old son moved into our living room mm-hmm. to live there, and they were hippies. They were like full-on anti-establishment hippies, and they cool. lived in our living room rent-free for a month, and that's, that's that what is when I out. moved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I feel Dawn. Yeah. I don't – I like – Broadly agree with a lot of the sort of viewpoints of hippies, anti-establishment, peace, yep. no guns, occasional free marijuana drug use. use. Yep. Yeah, but when you do live with them in mm. your living room where your PlayStation is, and your roommates are all drug dealers, yeah, that's not great. It's not great. Yeah, that's bad. Bad. Please don't look them up. Please don't look them up and get them in trouble. <laughs> they were kind. They were nice dudes. <laughs> okay, and that's what happened to Dawn. And that's what happened to Don. Because Sunny Winslow's exactly. the Winslows are laying it on pretty thick. They like show they show up, <laughs> they show up next door, and Don's like, "Oh, I hope there's a girl my age." And they like get out of their like peace van, and yeah. they literally like they're all wearing like flowing robes, and they like get into the like flower the crowns. garden and like hold hands and like dance around in the garden. <laughs> and Don like immediately Don's was like, like, "Oh, I have to go." <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna um, tie dye our curtains." And yeah. Like, oh no, I'm actually like, sick. Oh, that's so nice. You're planting a garden, Mr. Winslow. And he's like, "I'm planting it in a band the bomb symbol, like white flowers." <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, Jesus. It's like 1985, you know? Yeah, I know. It's way too. It's not even 1985. It's like 1994. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they're they're a mess, the Winslows at first, but then they slowly corporatize. They sell out to the men. Um, yeah. Well, what, you, let's have you describe the book. I'll describe the book. I'll describe the book. I'll we'll, describe the dang book. I'm gonna put on a nice little. Oh, uh, hopefully your baby's still listening to this because I'm gonna put mine? on a, not any baby. Okay. Uh, hopefully babies are still listening to this because we're gonna put. Um, I guess we did talk a lot about drugs. Yeah. So hopefully babies. That's okay. It's 2019. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Babies, drugs yeah. are okay in moderation and don't right. do any of the really very hard and addictive ones. Yeah. Stick to the fun stuff that's not super addictive. Yes. And yeah. And ask your parents about it. And if it. you need my weak guy's number, yeah. let me know. Have I told you this story before about the first time I used drugs? I think I have. But I decided that I really wanted to use drugs. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like 13. And so what I did was I went to my school library and read all of the books oh, about yeah. drugs. Yeah, me too. And in the end, I just, I remember having a conversation with my friend where I was like, I'm like torn between weed and acid, but I think we should try weed because it's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> I did almost the exact same thing. Like I looked up online, like how to smoke weed. Yeah. 
and like found all these like weird ways to do it, like make a bong out of an apple or like do the <laughs> hot knives method where yeah. you get two knives hot and put the weed on it. Great. So then I would like parrot that back to people and be like, oh, have you ever done hot knives? Like, yeah. What are you fucking talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's good. Two different kinds of nerds. <laughs> Um, you describe the book, and we'll play a little uh, lullaby, another little lullaby for the babies. Okay, we're cranking up the music box, and we yep. have 60 seconds. Oh, wait, hang on, I gotta crank up my music box. <laughs> Sorry, that's, I said that really <laughs> weird. I don't know why. I don't know why. I said it like that, and I regret it. <laughs> I just gotta make sure there's a timer going. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Five, four. How many? Do we, what do I pronounce? What do I say? I do I say? You don't it? say the two or the one. Okay. In or you five. say them a little bit, but so I can sort of okay. make it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Five, four. Should I quiet down on three or stay three at the same level? I would level? say strong on three. Strong on three, and then suddenly down mm. to to pianissimo for two mm-hmm. and one. Okay. In pianissimo. five, four, three. Okay, so Don. Oh, sorry, you weren't loud enough. I didn't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just wait until I. In five, four, three, two, one, go. So Don is a baby, and she lives in California, and she makes best friends with a girl called Ruthie. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Yep. And they are in the class together, and they decide to build. They like the book Madeline, and they decide to build an Eiffel Tower out of blocks. And these boys destroy the blocks, and they decide to glue the blocks together and that's it and they get in a little bit of trouble but it's mostly fine then dawn wants a new best friend and a girl is moving in on her block and it's sunny winslow and her parents are hippies and they have flowers all over their cars and they plant plant a, a peace symbol in the yard and they want to do tie-dye on everything and dawn decides that she doesn't like sun sunny and her parents but then they go shopping together and sunny's mom gets trapped in an elevator along with maureen and no maureen don't get hung up on the names. You only have 10 seconds left. Dawn's mom, and they do Morse code to get him out. Then it's several years later, and the family goes on a trip to San Francisco with Dawn's grandparents, and she and realizes time. the true meaning of love, and then there's a fire, and then she moves home to east the East Coast. Great. Uh, good job on the first part. Bad job on the last part. I spent a little too long on... On Baby Ruthie, because that stuff is nothing. Chapter. They, she, they, like, they're building a block tower. I missed a lot of the fire stuff, which is Dom becomes obsessed with fire, and I missed a lot of the um, Stony Brook stuff, which is when she moves to Stony Brook. The golden anniversary stuff is important. Granny and Pop-Pop are having an anniversary, and they fly them to San Francisco, and Dawn is noticing the whole time that Granny and Pop-Pop are bickering. Yes. And what she doesn't realize is that that's their love language. That's how they express Ever their heard love. heard of a love language, Tanner? It's a thing. And Jamie and I have incompatible love languages. What are they? It's like soft touch, gentle compliments, little gifts, and then there's a bunch of other ones. Sarah says mine is helping, which is nice. Oh, helping is one of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah's often like, hey, can you do a little bit more of your love language around the house? Yeah, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> mine is je- Jamie's is definitely like soft compliments and gentle touches. Yeah, and mine is one hundred percent tiny gifts. Okay, that's good. So I'm constantly showering Jamie in tiny gifts. That's and she's nice. Just like I don't want any more tiny gifts. That's fine. That's and then lovely. she's constantly showering me in compliments, and I'm like, where are all my fucking tiny gifts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is great. I could do anything with it. <laughs> um, 
so what Dawn learns is that uh, Granny and Pop Up have a love language that is bickering, and that uh, Mom and Dad it's like teasing. It's have, like fun teasing. Yeah, have a love language that is divorce. Yes, they don't love one another, and they. Get she divorced. doesn't discover that until the f- the when the fire comes, though. Yeah, she gets afraid of fire, mm. which is interesting, don't you think? Especially given how these books end. Well, how the books end. The main books. In the future. In the future. This is the past. In the future. She had visions of fire. She had visions of fire. She was afraid. She becomes unreasonably afraid of fire. Shall I read the passage? For as long as I could remember, I'd been afraid of fire. When I was little, my mother didn't have to remind me not to play with matches. I wouldn't go near them. I didn't like when people lit candles either, and whenever I heard fire truck sirens, I'd worry that my house was on fire. I knew that I was more afraid of fire than most people, so I didn't talk about it much, but one day I began to think that my fear of fire wasn't so unreasonable after all, and what happens is that the Austins, whom she is babysitting for, their house catches on fire, Yep. and it turns out, Tanner, that this it This is Daffodil and... Yeah, it may be one of these fucking flower children. Yeah, it's the flower children. Daffodil and, like, poppy or whatever. Guess how their house burns down? Electrical fire caused by faulty wiring in the kitchen. Ever heard that before, Tanner? Yeah. That's how Marianne's house burned down. That's how Marianne's house burned down. Yeah, when Dawn was there, too, wasn't she? Refrigerator play. Okay. Refrigerator play gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't think Dawn's setting the fires? You think that she just tends to to end up around (laughs) refrigerator play? I think, and this is supported in the text, Yeah, that... Palo City, California, mm-hmm. is sort of a hotbed. It's like where the refrigerator play really started. That's where it got going, kicking yeah. off. All it these was damn like hippies. swinging in the Catskills in the seventies. Okay, in the eighties, refrigerator play really took off in Palo City. Okay, and it is supported in the text. Yeah, no, it does seem to be. And well, it's supported in, in another place. Okay, I think Jack is the Jack Schaefer. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No judgments. Okay. Thank you. I think Jack Schaefer is the one who is sort of the progenitor of refrigerator play. Okay. And Maureen, is that right? No, it's not Maureen. Maureen is Stacy's mom. Sharon? Uh, Sharon. Sharon. Porter. Yeah. Yes. I think Sharon was turned on to refrigerator play by Jack. Okay. Schaefer, Schaefer. not yeah. you. Yeah. And introduced it into her lovemaking with... Mr. Spear. Mr. Richard. Okay. Because Carol and Jack seem to be into it. Okay. Would you like to substantiate that with evidence from the text? Yeah. Okay. I dressed and went to the kitchen for breakfast. Carol was already dressed for work and eating some granola and yogurt. We said good morning to one another, but Carol seemed distracted. As I fed oranges into the juicer, she asked, Have you seen my rollerblades, Don? I told you she was younger than my dad. Cool. Uh Uh-uh, I answered. Where did you take them off last? Maybe he was in the car, or maybe he was at work. So, like, clearly... Oh, the rollerblades are in the fridge. The rollerblades are somewhere, like, they're in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. The rollerblades were involved in her lovemaking with Jack mm-hmm. Schaefer. Please say Schaefer, yeah. So I think, like, the refrigerator play... And Sorry, this is a segment. Okay, great. And it's called Racy Passages with Two Adult Babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that we had that segment. Yeah. Yeah. Racy passages with two adult two babies. Two adult babies. I'm glad that's We're what the it's adult called. babies. Yeah. yeah, and these are I mean, racy we, passages. These are racy, it racy is about, passages. Yeah, it is about refrigerator play, which is a sexual kink. Yeah, involving love making in a refrigerator adjacent manner. Yes, 
Yeah. And apparently, the, Carol and Jack Schaefer mm-hmm. have incorporated like rollerblading into it, which seems very technical and advanced. Yeah, that's very advanced and cold. So Carol and Jack are, are refrigerator enthusiasts too, which makes me feel like this is how refrigerator. We are seeing the origins of refrigerator play. Yeah, and why wouldn't you if you're doing a if you're Jeannie Betancourt and you have the opportunity to go back in the past and kind of set some early lore? Why mm-hmm. not show the origins of refrigerator play mm-hmm. and say that it came from California? That's cool. That's great stuff. It's that's cool. That's called storytelling. It's oh, called storytelling. Have you done a California style? That's what they called it back in the 80s. Uh, have, you like, have you done a California style? Have you done a California style? You put these like, wheels on your feet? <laughs> <laughs> and then you fuck in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now that we've defined, given a shape to all the Dawns. Oh, and then there's a final Dawn. Modern Dawn. Modern Dawn who does a babysitting crime. Yeah. This is Dawn who lives in Stony Brook. Yeah. And she's just moved there, and she's just joined a club called the Babysitter's Club, mm-hmm. which is sort of like the We Heart Kids Club, but it, it's in Connecticut. Yeah. And they're a little more strict. Yeah. And yeah, they keep a record book. Yeah. Yeah. Not as and good. And she's trying to win over her new friends and trying to prove herself as a babysitter, and she goes to care for someone called Laser, which is cool. Yeah, Mrs. Lazar. Mrs. Laser and her kid. And she snoops and sees that. Baby Laser is falling behind in class and needs to be held back for a second year in the second grade so that she can catch up on her reading. Yes. And accidentally reveals that to Baby Laser, who seems upset by it. No snooping is one of the four rules of babysitting. Yep. The Christie so that's the, that's the dawns. Yeah, those are all the dawns. We've defined the dawns, so yeah. I feel like now would be the most appropriate time for me to deploy my quiz. Yeah. Um, do we have a segment? Do we do we call the quiz segment something? Yeah, we call it the Babysitter's Club Baby Baby Quiz of the Week. And this okay. week, it's which dawn are you? Which dong are you? Is it dong or dawn? Which dong are you? Dong? Which is it? Because I'm if I'm taking the quiz, which I've never done before, I want to yeah, know let me, let me check my notes what I'm going to end up with. Well, I wrote it down as which dong are you, but okay. I think it might be which doan. Doan. Okay. Well, it's important for me to know beforehand, or I guess not. I guess I'll. It's a checklist up. quiz. Okay. And here's how you do it. I'm going to read a list of accidentally vegan foods. Okay, that's so. Fun. These are foods that are vegan, but you might not realize that they're vegan. Okay. And you just keep track of how many you've tried. Okay. Okay. Yep. Fruit by the foot. Yeah, I've tried that. Ritz crackers. Sure. Yeah, I've tried that. Oreos. Oreos, yeah. Oreos. I've had Oreos. Swedish fish. That's the, like, gummies? Yeah. Yeah, I've had those. Smucker's Uncrustables. No, fuck you. Wheat Thins. Yes, of course. Airheads. Sure. Monster Energy Drink. Yep. (laughs) Sour Patch Kids. Yep. Chicken Tacos from the... Department store at Palo City Mall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't had those, but Don has. Don has. (laughs) I noticed that, too. So if you you answered Wait, can you read the the chicken tacos passage? Yeah. (laughs) I fucking noticed this, too. It's just like, what the fuck, Don? Don? Like, literally on the way to the mall... Don was like, my mom and Mrs. Winslow were just like talking about their favorite tofu recipes. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so then they say, so the girls save their moms from the elevator using Morse code, which is something that Sonny knows. Yeah, which is not even that hippie a thing. That's more like a like black ops military thing. Yeah. The store manager shook Sonny's hand and thanked her personally. She invited our families to go to Bramberger's cafeteria and have something to eat. It'll be on the house, she said. Our parents thanked her and decided that we'd have an early dinner at the cafeteria. The cafeteria is on the fourth floor, my mother said. Let's take the stairs, Mrs. <laughs> Winslow said. We all laughed and took the stairs. Sonny and I made sure to sit next to one another in the cafeteria, and we both ordered the same thing. Chicken tacos and lemonade. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Classic Dawn vegetarian. We should, do a, we should do a quiz that's like, what kind of vegetarian are you? And one answer is Dawn vegetarian, where it's just like, <laughs> I eat anything. Can I give you your result? Did you keep track of how many you answered yes to? Um, everything except the smuckers and, um, maybe one other, but and chicken tacos I think. and the chicken tacos. Yeah. Yeah. So if you answered yes to, to zero to two, mm-hmm. you're a beach baby, Don. Oh, that's fun. If you answered yes to three or four, mm-hmm. you're hippie hater, Don. That's cool. If you answered yes to five or six, mm-hmm. you're San Francisco, Don. Oh, cool. And if you answered yes to seven or eight, you're the fear of fire, Don. Okay. And if you answered yes to nine or ten, you're East Coast, Don. Okay, so I'm fear of fire, Don. You're, yes. That's yes. great. And uh, I'm fire starter, Don. Fire starter, Don. Um, can you, what's my result? Tell me about my, a little bit about myself. Well, you have an irrational fear of fire because I think it's something that you're capable of controlling and obsessing over while your family life falls apart around you and your (laughs) parents stop loving one another. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's actually weirdly, I guess it's like the Barnum effect or something, but that's weirdly accurate. Yeah. (laughs) So. My version of it is just cleaning the house endlessly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like something I could keep under my control. Yeah. A lot of people just like go and like do body modifications yeah. You know, in that time, or try drugs or whatever. But you've decided to be afraid of fire. I've decided to be afraid of fire. And guess what? Why I'm afraid of fire, Tanner? Let me read you this passage. The door was closed between the kitchen and the living room, said the firefighter. So your supplies and your looms are okay. I was glad I. Excuse me? She's, he's talking to the, the Mrs. Austin, who's the weaver, and she weaves looms. That's actually pretty interesting, isn't it? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, there's a character in this book called Mrs. Austin, and she weaves looms, and she's oh! a weaver. <laughs> you mean like the hit 1992 yeah. Adventures game Loom? Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> exactly. Oh Is there a character in that who weaves looms? Oh. <laughs> Is there, Jack? Is it Bob and Threadbear? I'm a Bob and Threadbear. <laughs> Apprentice of the Weavers Guild. Okay, yeah. Now I'm remembering. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that this book was loom adjacent. Oh, There's loom lore in this. It's a genie. She tries to get everything in there. Yeah. She, oh, yeah, she's trying to claim that now, too. She's like, oh, I invented the loom well, thing. I invented the loom thing. The, lo- the connection to loom, that was yeah. me. 
for Jeannie, she wasn't allowed to write almost any of the main series books, and all she has is the portrait collection. She just like goes fucking She's wild, gobbling up all yeah. these loose threads. <laughs> so your supplies and looms are okay. I was glad I'd thought to close that door. Is my dolly burned and my dollhouse? Okay. Clover asked. That's a weird thing to wonder about. Your fucking house almost burned down and you're you're interested in whether the fucking dolls went up in flames. Clover? Clover, dolls can't be burned. That's not how it works. Though I guess they at this point, they were probably just trying anything. They were trying everything. Yeah, and they had that. Did my dolls get dissolved in acid? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't work. It doesn't work, Clover. They have to be drowned. You got to drown them. If you want to get rid of the dolls in your life, Clover, you can't try burning. You have to do drowning. So nice try, electrical fire in the kitchen. But you failed. Nice try, Clover. Nice try, Clover. Um, I think we should probably take a break because I have to make... Water. Okay, you don't need to say it like that. And also, when you do say it like that, it makes it very difficult for me to not say more water. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's polite. You say, make dirt and make water. Cyril says it all the time. More water. And I always say, more water. <laughs> you have to show him that scene and, and yeah. teach him how to do that. Sugar, uh, water. More water with sugar in it. <laughs> your skin is... Hanging all off your face. Okay, let's take a break. Goodbye. Goodbye. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. Their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders 
no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Babies. Um, let's keep talking about this book. I want to read you something kind of, well, I don't know if it's scary, but it's certainly Jeannie either going rogue Jean- or really revealing something that should have been hit harder in the original series. And similarly, uh, in the first book of these that we read, Stacy's book, we learned that Stacy is a lobster, or yes. Stacy's parents are lobsters, which is something that it's just like the like uh, monstrosity, uh, something, something, lobster- some kind of a lobstrosity. Like. Yeah, yes. yeah. From from Dark Tower uh, book two, drawing of the three, you should read. Everybody, stop the podcast right now and go and read the whole go Dark read Tower all the Dark Tower books. Yeah, all all of them. We'll wait. First five. No, read all of them. They're all fucking good. Read all of them. Read all of them. Best one, book four, Wizard in the Glass. Second best one, book five, Wolves of the Kala. They're all Wizard in the Glass, good. the one that's mostly about Roland as a kid. It's yeah. like a Western. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Oh, and there's a, there's one called Wind Through the Keyhole, which is more recent. That came out a few years ago. That's really good. That's also about Roland as a kid. Uh, very, very good. And Sarah, to spite me, only read the first three. And then she refused to read the fourth book, which is the best one. Stupid. Did you saw there's a big turtle in there's the fourth a big one? big fucking turtle. Um, and I think it fights it. Yeah. All things serve the bean. <laughs> That's not my point. This is scary. Well, it's not scary, but it's it's similar. So Stacy's family are lobstrosities. It's something you would have thought that they would have mentioned more in the main series, but they didn't. Listen to this, Tanner. Listen to this. Raising me gave my mom some scary moments, too. One afternoon, I was playing alone in my room. When mom came in with some clean laundry, she saw bright red coming out of my ears. Dawn, she said, in as clam a tone as she could manage, let mommy look in your ears. Okay. (laughs) So she's a clam? Well, I mean, why would you say something in a clam tone? (laughs) Unless you're a clam. There's two reasons I would think to say something in a clam tone. Yeah. The first reason being, I am a clam. Yeah. And it is the only tone available to me. Right, exactly. Yeah. The second is, I'm speaking to a clam. <laughs> right, exactly. And yeah. And I want them to understand me. And you want, do clams have ears? It's but Sharon question. is speaking to Dawn, her daughter. So if yeah. Dawn is a clam. Then Sharon's got to be a clam. Sharon's a clam. Right. But also, why would you say you don't say I spoke to you in as human a tone as I could manage? So it sounds like Dawn. I do maybe often say that Dawn actually. is adopted, which would be another f- fucking huge bombshell. I do say that a lot to avoid confusion okay. like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I said to Jack in as humanly as possible. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, Jeannie is dropping bombs here. Possibly Dawn is adopted. Certainly Dawn is a clam. Maybe Sharon's a clam. This it feels like. 
Gene is so good at Gene is so good at GD. finding these loose ends and claiming them and like setting the canon for them. Like yeah, the lobster stuff and like the um, fridge stuff and refrigerator place stuff. Yeah, that it feels like the clam stuff was probably there all along. And we just missed it in the main yeah. canon, you know? No, that's true. Like, this is clearly her, like, making a grab at, like, oh, I'll set the scene for the clam stuff. Yeah, Jeannie's listening to this episode, and she's And we're like, just like, what why clam are they, stuff? Why are they fucking, like, obviously they're clams. Obviously they're clams. I mean, it fits with the lobster stuff. Yeah. It explains why Dawn and Stacey are so close. Yeah. They're not really, they're are not. they? They're <laughs> not. I think they're probably the two who have the least to talk about when stuck in a room alone together. I was going to say, of all the relationships, let's think about it for a second, but of all the relationships among the main babysitters, I think Dawn and Stacy is the most distant. I think Dawn is is the most removed. Yeah. I think Dawn's main yeah. connection and only real connection is... Marianne. Marianne. Yeah, but the she and Christy sometimes will get along. But it feels forced. It feels, it feels like they forced. get along because they didn't get yeah. along so famously... At the beginning. Well, here's a question. Do lobsters and clams get along? Just because they live in the sea yeah, together doesn't mean they get, get along. Maybe they don't. Any seafood scientists? If they're, I wouldn't call it seafood. In the Any baby babies That's, or seafood scientists? D- describing them as being seafood as their main thing is so fucked up. Well, I, I, how else would you connect <laughs> sea creatures? clams? Well, that's a lot of things. Like manatees are sea creatures. Okay, any, any crustacean scientists? You're saying you eat a manatee? I would not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. That sounds like what you were saying. Okay. They're like endangered, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, Manatees. and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If any seafood scientists out there can tell us whether or not clams and lobsters get along, that would be super yeah. helpful. Are clams, here's the ask. Are clams and lobsters friends? Mm-hmm. And if not, that explains Donna Stacy. Yes. Um, let me read you something else, Tanner. Listen to this. I'm listening. It's from Early Dawn, Baby Dawn, Beach Dawn. Beach Dawn. These are, in order, Dawn's first four words. Okay. Wawa, water. Mama, mother. Mm-hmm. Dada, father. Mm. Be beach bee. says dawn but bee. bee is not beach is it no it's an animal it's like a it's a buzzing insect it's a buzzing insect yeah literally and this is genie again just genie. going for it yeah dawn's so, first word is sh- bee <laughs> you can't make this shit up Jean is hedging her bets here yeah because <laughs> she's like well either some of them are losses and some of them are clams, or <laughs> they're all bees. Or they're and all either bees. way, yeah. I want to be the one who's credited on like the Babysitters Club Wikia someday. Yeah, yeah. For being the one who came up with the entire theory. Yeah, Jeannie making a play for the Wikia. And if you do edit our Wikia, yeah, our Wikia, the Babysitters yeah. Club Club Wikia. Yeah, please change it to please be, do the girls are bees except Don and Stacy. And Jean is responsible for sort of like laying the groundwork for yeah the girls being beans, beans yeah and the spell girls it being, being beans. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and Stacy being a lobster and Don being clam. Yeah, and it's genie. And it's spell if you spell it out, spell it genie. 
Well, listen to this as well. That's related. Listen to this passage. This is in the section of the book where I guess it's New Girl Dawn, just before Sonny's family move in. Okay. So Jill, Maggie, and I always sat together. As soon as we learned how to write, we wrote notes to one another. A lot of our secret notes were about my yellow parakeet, Buzz. Buzz was an amazing bird. We let him fly freely around the house. That's not a parakeet, is it? (laughs) A yellow bird called Buzz that flies (laughs) around the house. (laughs) Don, that's not a fucking parakeet. No, that's a bee. That's That's a bee. bee. She's just hitting it so hard. Yeah. It's probably her dad, you know? Yeah, that's a bee. <laughs> that's just another yeah. bee. It's fucking uh, Jeff. It's Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> also known as Jeff, your fucking brother, Dawn. Gene, Gene is so... I actually have one, too, that I captured. Okay. Gene is so invested in, Genie. in this play. Yeah. Of, like, capturing and hoarding lore yeah because she gets the... to say she came up with it she doesn't even need to write any of the other books but even Maybe, our lore i think Anne fucking begged her to write the main series books and she's like no i'll just take the ones where they go back in time and she fucking did all the lore is it possible that the portrait collection is the bible mm-hmm. this is the silmarillion of this is the silmarillion yes babysitter's club yes this is what they've all been drawing from the whole time and eventually yeah. they're just like let's just publish the fucking Silmarillion. And it's Genie. And it's Genie Gene the whole time. Yeah. Well, here's what worries me though, Jack. Yeah. Is she started getting into our lore. She's fucking with our shit. Our meta lore. Oh, really? Okay. Around the books and around our relationship and our relationship with the books. Okay, well that's worrying. And I Listen, don't love So that. this is the final iteration of Dawn, East Coast mm-hmm. Dawn, where she's snooping on Laser. Yeah. Sandra Laser. Yeah. So she's on the phone. Yeah. And she's taking a note for Mrs. Laser. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Saunders' voice on the phone interrupted my thoughts. Sorry that took so long, she said. That's okay. Tell Janice that the Autobahn Society executive meeting for tomorrow night has been canceled. Jack has been called out of town on a family emergency. Mm. I'll call Janice as soon as the meeting has been rescheduled. Do you have all that? So Jack had a meeting with some birds. Oh, Jesus. And it was postponed. Fuck, that's literally what happened. We went into the field so that the birds could take us. And, and it, it was got postponed. Pa- postponed. For these books. That's not great. Right? I don't love that at all, Jeannie. Because that feels And personal. this book was written in 1985. Ah! She portended this. That's troubling. Well, listen to this then. Listen to this. And yeah. and it explains it explains both the time travel nature of it and further substantiates your point that she's fucking with us. Listen yeah. to this. Yes, I've been writing my autobiography. Oh yeah, they're writing their auto- autobiographies in these books. Also in Palo City. Yeah, also in Palo That's City. That's the framing for all of these books, but they're also doing it in Palo City, which is weird. And by the way, we are Baby yeah. Weed Lord and Baby Half Pipe yeah. just to reset yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yes. we are at California, baby, yeah. adult babies. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently hanging 10. Mm. I'm hanging out with my friend, Half Pipe. That's fun. Uh, listen to this. Yes, I've been writing my autobiography. It was my first homework assignment I got on my first day back at my old school, Vista. You know who says, Hasta Vista. la Vista, yeah. baby? You know who says, Hasta la Vista, baby? Baby? Yeah. I'm calling you baby in this formulation right 
You know who says Hasta la Vista, baby? Neo from baby? The Matrix. No, it's the Terminator. Oh, it's the Terminator. Yeah. Even more relevant. And I think Hasta la Vista means until I see you again, right? Yeah. But maybe it means until Vista, which is until I go back in time to Dawn's school. Baby. And who's the baby here? Dawn. Baby Dawn. And, and That's her elementary school. Vista. What do you think of that? It's a lot to take in. And it's scary. Yeah. What the Terminator is saying is until, until La, La Vista. Vista. And that's us? La Vista is Dawn. Until we go okay. back in time to Dawn's, to Dawn's fucking beginning, which La is Vista, what you and I are doing. School, uh, which is an elementary school. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So is Jean is the, Jean so, is the Terminator? <laughs> well, that I don't know. And she's coming to kill us? I think it's a warning. Two adult babies? Yeah. That's a defenseless adult babies because we're just baby. We're adult men in baby bodies. Yeah. Baby guys. We're we're same guys, but we're baby guys. Gene, I'm not. Gene, you got me saying Gene now. Genie, I'm not loving this stuff. Um, You know who else is scary today? (laughs) Whom? Hodges. Actually, you know what? It's not Hodges. It's um, the. um, Cunha? No, it's the uh, Angel Artillery. Angelo Tillery. Oh, okay. Angel, Art- Angel Artillery, yes. Look at this. Looking at this cover by Hodges. Yeah. There is a clam. There's a clam on it? Fuck you. Are you serious? Yeah. Let me look. Portrait of San Francisco, Portrait of Dawn. Dawn, Dawn is a baby, and then there's a number of like sea creatures along the lower left, and one of them is a clam. Okay, well, there it is. Yep, you're right. That's insane. That's bananas. Yeah. Hodges is like, really? Confirmed these once g- again. Hodges is like, these girls, this girl's a clam? <laughs> Are you sure, Jeannie? You say so. I'll put a fucking clam on the cover. <laughs> I did one with lobster, Stacy. I thought that was weird, but... <laughs> All right. Your books. I just do the art. Okay, but we're not talking about Hodges' cover. We're talking about... We're talking about Angelo, and he's just drawn a picture of Dawn smiling maniacally in front of a bunch of, like, a thousand dead sea lions. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It says, me at Fisherman's Wharf with a bunch of sea lions. They don't say in the text that they're dead, but I guess it's implied. (laughs) And it's like, there's clearly, like, a fucking sea lion infestation. (laughs) And they all just died on the beach, and Dawn's like, oh, San Francisco's so cool. <laughs> they do look dead. They all do look dead, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that was scary. Oh, poor sea lions. And, and very graphically depicted by the angel. Yeah, very graphically depicted. Dawn, you can see Dawn's dead eyes. Yeah. Good. That's most of what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Well, there's one more important segment that we do have to hit, and we do okay. have to hit pretty hard, but I do need you to do it because okay. I'm not allowed. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I can't. I'm not. Yeah. I can try. You can, you can lead up, lead up with me and try, but don't try too hard. Otherwise, it might come across as offensive. Okay, I'm gonna. Tr- I'm gonna try my best. Okay. Okay. And it is our. Baron of the week. Now that's that's it's better if you don't. And it's our Baron of the Week, and Baron is the Scottish word for baby, and these podcasts are baby-themed, I will oh, remind goodness. you, and we are adult babies, and uh, it's also our Burn of the Week, and yes. it's, uh, and that's, it's, did we find a burn? And we did! Yeah. I did. Oh, I found I, a bunch. I did. Let's see. 
I only have one, so maybe I should go first so you don't steal it. Okay, I've got mine. What's yours? When I was three years old, I got the biggest surprise of my life. It started when my parents weren't there to put me to bed at night. They still weren't there when I woke up in the morning. That day, Granny and Pop-Pop flew all the way across the country to stay with us. Still no mommy or daddy. When my parents finally came home, they were not alone. Mom was carrying a bundle that moved and cried and that everyone called the baby. I was confused. I thought I was the baby. Well, it didn't take long for me to figure out that I wasn't the center of everyone's attention anymore. My whole world had changed. Even my dad's pet name for me changed. Instead of calling me Sunshine, he called me Don Don't. (laughs) Don, don't get too close to the baby. Don, don't put Play-Doh in the baby's face. Don, don't throw toys in the baby's crib. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Sucks for you, Don. And not only do your parents not love you, they don't love each other also. And that's the ultimate burn. Dong don't. Dong. Dong don't. Dong don't. I'm the baby. (laughs) Gotta love me. Um, Here's one for me. And it's also about Granny and Pop Pop. Then we helped Granny pick out a dress. She tried on several. But we agreed that a royal blue silk dress looked best on her. It's beautiful, Mother, my mom told Granny. You should buy it and wear it to dinner tonight. I will, Granny said. I'll call it my anniversary dress. Fifty years married to Charlie, I deserve something. <laughs> I like Don and or Don, Pop Pop and and, uh, and Granny Granny's relationship. They're so much fun. It's cute. Don's so worried about it while they're yeah. like galvanting around San Francisco. Yeah, and that's but not what nice. she should be worried about. She should be worried about about Jack, Jack and, and Sharon. Sharon. And Jack Schaefer. Jack Schaefer, not, yeah, sorry. Yeah, not me. Shepard. Um, Jack Shepard's happily married. And Schaefer does mean Shepard in German. So. It does. Yes. Yeah. So. In Disneyland. Yeah. It's another shot across the bow from Jeannie. Yes, Jean. Um, I would like to uh, make you uh, very sad. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to be sad? Yeah, we have a segment. And I think, I don't know what it's called, but I know that the T-100 appears and he says i know now why you cry i know now why you cry and then he says some other stuff okay and what other stuff is it important i can find the part where he sinks into the lava it's he's about to oh god so that's the saddest part yeah well so uh terminator 2 yeah john connor is like don't go don't sink into the he's like do you want to role play it yeah, who's who's John Connor and who's Terminator here? Oh, and one of us needs to do a girl voice for Sarah. Okay, I think, you think you. that's okay. Think I'll be John Connor. Okay, and I'll be Terminator. Uh, and can we do the part where we talk about whether the T one thousand is dead? Can we start there? You want to start at the very beginning? Of yeah, of that's of yeah. that. Is it dead? Terminated. <laughs> Will this melt in there? And that's the arm? Yes, throw it in. Adios. Why'd you say adios? Because I, I think I threw an arm into... I just Into the lava. I just threw an arm into the lava. And the chip. What? There's like a chip. Chip? Like a... Um, like a Tostitos? No, like a computer chip. Oh. Okay. And the chip. It's over! Is that Sarah? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. I think she's sort of, like, relieved. <laughs> okay. It's over. Relieved. It's over. I'm so relieved. Okay. 
No, there's one more chip. Points to his head. Oh, sorry. And it must be destroyed also. Here, I cannot (laughs) self-terminate. You must lower me into the steel. I will not. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. I have to go away. And then I get, like, on the chain and I start lowering myself in. I'm sorry. (laughs) It has to end here. I order you not to go. I know why you cry. And then I wipe (laughs) a tear from your face. But it's something I can never do. And then I hug you (laughs) and I turn to face Sarah Connor and I shake hands with her. And then I grab that's a little informal chain and I lower it. <laughs> Goodbye. And then my and then as I'm sinking into the molten up. steel, I do a thumbs up. Well, don't 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 you have to obey my orders? This is my memory is that you have to obey my orders. This is something I cannot do. Okay. Oh, I see. Because you cannot self-terminate. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't think I can self-terminate. Like I can't say like self-destruct, but yeah. I can jump in lava. No, I think I have to lower you down. And who does or that? Sarah, Sarah does. does, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, it's very fucking sad. It's very fucking sad. It's and the saddest moment a, in all the Terminator series. And there's a part of this that part. made me sad as yep. well. And I'd like to read it to you. I was wondering if my grandparents had gotten one another anniversary presents when Granny reached into her purse and pulled out a small square box. What's in the box? She says that? Yeah. Papa says it. What's in the box? Papa gave her the box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she's giving Papa. Oh, no, the box. I'm, misread- I'm reading the wrong part. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong part. Pulled out a small square box, gift wrapped in gold paper and tied with a gold ribbon. I should have given you this present before, she told Pop Pop when she handed it to him. You could have used it. Pop Pop, oh, the- he was late. Oh, uh, he was late. He was a half an hour late because Jeff miscommunicated. I told him the wrong time for dinner and they all lost their fucking minds. Pop-Pop opened the package and took out a gold watch. Put on your reading glasses and take a look at the back, Granny said. He turned the watch over. Don't need glasses to read this, my dear, he said. What does it say? I asked. Pop-Pop didn't hear me. He was too busy kissing Granny, thank you. Get a fucking room. I turned the watch over and read it myself. CTP and RRP. Time passes. Our love endures. That's beautiful. What does CTP and RRP stand Looking it up. CTP stands for many, many things. Concentrated thought process? Child Turcotte puke score. It's chronic liver disease. Oh, so that's how grandma told him that she has chronic liver disease. Yep. There's the Romanian public transport, the Compania de Transport Public. Well, let's stick to the highlights. That's the these are the highlights. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so it's li- a liver disease, and then a, a, maybe she, she got tickets to a, like a Romanian doctor or something Could be. to treat it. Yeah. Well, it was sweet. What was the other one? RRP. RRP. And then so RRP, according to Wikipedia, recommended retail price. It also stands for someone called Robert Roland Philibert. Mm, I don't know who that is. Well, it's not even linked. It's just someone on Wiki. So whoever's in charge of Wikipedia was like, maybe it stands for Robert Roland Philibert. <laughs> it could stand for anything. Yeah, maybe, maybe even that's what it is. Robert Roland Philibert. <laughs> oh, no. Recurrent respiratory papillomatosis. Papillomatosis. It's a rare medical condition that, benign that, with benign 
tumors Formal in the digestive. The digestive so tumor. that sucks, and 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 that's why I was so sad about this passage because that's how she tells her husband that she's got some some pretty bad medical stuff going on. She needs to go get it treated in Romania. She engraves it on a watch. Time passes, our love endures, and she needs to get it treated in Romania. Tanner, before we leave, Jeannie has asked us to. Jean. To write a review of this book, or she has asked. Oh, she has. Yes, she she insists. She has been imploring readers of this portrait collection to write a fucking review for twenty five odd years, mm-hmm. and no one's bothered to do it. There's no not a single review in the iBookstore. Let me look. Five stars. It's great. I loved it. Write a review. Not a single one. Okay. Well, I actually. Yeah. Jean. Jeannie. Gave us a template mm-hmm. this week to frame our review of the book. Yep. May I read it f- to you so you can transcribe it yeah. into the iBooks Perfect. reviews? I love it. Books or reviews? Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Yep. She's written this right at the end when Dawn gets her autobiography graded. So five stars. Yep. Good work, Jeannie. Jean. Good work, Jeannie. You told your life story by descri- you told Dawn's life story by describing a few incidents in detail. Right. Each incident had a strong plot line. I'm especially impressed with how you Should we say we're especially? We're especially, yep. I'm impressed with how you created suspense in the section when I was 13. You're a good storyteller. It's great to have you back at Vista. No, that doesn't make sense. It's great to have you back Writing for the Babysitter's Club books. Why don't we just say Hasta la Vista? It's great to have you back, hard stop. Hasta la Vista. Hasta la Vista. There we go. Yeah. And what grade do we give her? Um, For content, I would say an A minus. For presentation, I would say a B. And that's really more on Hodges and Angel. Hasta la Vista. Uh, And then I'm just going to say content. A minus. We give this... An A minus for content. And a B for presentation. And, and then I would say in parentheses. A B for presentation. And that's really aimed more at and Hodges and Angel. Great. That's really aimed. Or Angela. More at Hodges and Angelo. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. Yep. Great. Perfect. Um, let's get out of here. Um, I like to leave, and I do also like to go, and that's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'd like before I leave and go is to thank you all so much for listening. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, Baby Tanner, Baby Weed Lord, for bearing with me. Thank you, Baby Half Pipe, for bearing with me this week. You're very welcome. And uh, Baby Babies, uh, please do rate and review our show on iTunes. Oh, Baby Babies. Yeah. You're killing me. Oh, yeah, somebody in the Facebook group. <laughs> a little a Britney Spears humor there. Someone you. in the Facebook group said, and I wish I'd captured their name, but they said that when we say baby, baby, we should say it like Justin Bieber says it, or like Britney says it, or like... Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, that's how Britney says it. I prefer baby... Oh, no, or like Amy Grant says it. Amy Grant says it good, and now that I know how Amy Grant says it, I can't think of how... Justin Bieber says, baby, 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 baby. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, and that's how we say it. And that's what we mean. Luda. Okay. That's enough. Baby babies. On that one. 
Thank you for listening. Please rate and review our show on iTunes. Please, please, for the love of God, listen to our whole other show that we spend a lot of time on and we sing the descriptions for, and it's about the Little Sister books, and you can find it on Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast, and also buy our dang merch, and we got so much of it now, and it's the holidays. Yeah, now's a great time. So it's the perfect time to find someone in your life who loves the Babysitter's Club Club podcast, Mm -hmm. that's us, and give them a shirt or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Pins. Pins. Shirts. Maybe stickers. Tote. We got a tote. Got a tote. The whole lot. Go check it out. bit.ly slash bscc merch. And join the Facebook group. It's very fun in there. And you can find it at, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, there's a little group link to it called Baby Nation. And that's where all the action happens. And we don't really My have mom's to in the there. Facebook page. You're, Tanner's mom's in there. She hearts shit all the time. Our wives are in there. Tanner and I are in there. a moderator. Sarah's not active. She's like, sometimes she'll like something. If you if you name check Sarah, she'll pop out of the woodwork and hit you with a like. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Uh, this week, we read a novel that was called Dawn's Book. Dong's Book. Dong's Book. And it's the third chronological book in the portrait collection, and we're racing through these. Oh, yeah. There's only six. <laughs> And the uh, Logan and um, Shannon. This feels like a crisis. It, it feels like we get a lot further along in the process before we start to worry about the process almost being over. Yeah. But we are technically half done. Yeah. Not counting the Shannon and Logan books. Yeah. But we're nearly half done if we do count the Shannon Logan books. Um, next week, we're going to be reading a book called Marianne's Book. Oh, that's going to be sad. It's gonna be we're gonna have to we're gonna have to brush died. up on our Terminator role play. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, in the meantime, I would like to tell you that I have been this week Jack Alexander Shepard. My name has been Weed Lord. <laughs> and please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Fight the future. We are. The youth of the nation, we are, we are. That's enough. Handprints in the cement of time. Claudia's wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. Uh, just as we were finishing up before the break, uh, Cyril woke up from his nap and walked into the room adjacent to this room and then turned back to Sarah and said, Dad is doing his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's lost so many good years to Dada doing his yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's sad. It's like the cat's in the cradle. Yeah. <laughs> Dad is doing his podcast. He won't come <laughs> home. <laughs> That's good. You should write a song about that. Yeah, I just did. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>